Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by the NFC least boring co-host around, Mozzie. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. It is my mission in life to never repeat um, like a modifier on the intro for this show, and so far I've made it work. I think so. I don't. I don't think. Maybe like there's a chance that early on I did, but I still don't think I did because I, like, I used adjectives and then I evolved into phrases, and now you know. It's whatever I think of 30 minutes before we start, and right. I, I think I've, I've been able to produce enough different ones that so far, so good. Um, so he's as a... Quick. He's quick, that one. Go be quick with it, in it. <laughs> in it? So I started watching uh, Ted Lasso, finally. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, we finished season one already. We watched an episode of season two. We'll probably watch a little more after this. I've been, I've been enjoying it. Yeah, that's a good show. Mm-hmm. It, uh, What's it, that it, guy's it's name? Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy his dad jokiness. It's like the right amount of it, you know, the right level. He's very good at not breaking his face. Um, yeah, <laughs> with dry humor. Yeah was was he on was he on SNL ever definitely. for a bit? Yeah, yeah I he's definitely he was. been on there. I don't know if he was like a main character, like you know, character. I don't. Know. Yeah, a main, a main cast actor. member. Yeah, yeah. A main castmate. But I do think he was a guest on multiple occasions. Yeah, he he definitely seems like the type of guy who's like a perfect fit for that. So, alas, we, uh, as, as the intro mentioned, we've got the NFC least, uh, fondly known as that to us, at least in our hearts. Uh, we will start off with the Eagles, who I think, I don't know if I speak for you too, but I was surprised a bit when I got their record out. Yeah, I was too. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I know why people are picking them to win the division this year, because I'm going to do the same. Yeah, it's a combo of a lot of improvement from them, and also... I think a good uh, a good time for them for their division mates to be weak while they're kind of good. Um, Dallas is worse. Washington is Washington. <laughs> yeah, Washington is still Washington. Yeah, but they have a new then, name. Yeah, then the Giants are the Giants. Like, like <laughs> I don't think the Giants are going to be a contender this year. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Uh, Philly, I mean, there's a couple games in there where I think could go either way. Um, you know, maybe like. I, I I think I wasn't sure on them splitting with Washington, so that's you know eleven twelve or twelve win difference, or like a one win difference on that, and then you know maybe one or two other games you switch around. But this is a double digit win team. Um, however you slice it, in my opinion, they have one of the best lines in the league. That unit's elite. Um, we should we should uh, should we put your your rankings up on Twitter? Let's do that. We'll put your we'll put the Mozzie O line rankings up on Twitter. But oh, we can do that. We'll do yeah. that after. That way, if I need to perfect it. <laughs> but right now you got Eagles number one. They're certainly top yeah. three. Um, as far as the draft, did they did they show up that unit in the draft? I believe as well. Yeah, they got Jurgens. They got a center, but they desperately needed. Um, that's yeah. kind of a big thing for them. Their their line is not only like fine at every position. They actually have some depth too. Yeah, which is honestly <laughs> really important as you've seen. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like 
honestly center too like center and tackle like if you lose like a good one there and you got no depth like the falcons i think are a prime example of that just going to shit like, uh, the Fal- the, I think the Falcons are like the demonstration of why you yeah Alec Mack when they lost Alec Mack for any games they were atrocious it was yeah. so fucking bad and they're like whoever they had to start last year at tackle at one point um the Mayfield guy yeah May oh god so he's so <laughs> awful I hope he's better this year but oof. um and then on defense during the draft they added Jordan Davis Nicobe Dean and another linebacker in Johnson like they got some steals there. Jordan Davis is fucking perfect for this team. Like, because yeah. the big knock on him was he was going to be a rotation guy, but that's what Philly does. So, like, it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, he's, like, literally perfect for them. Yeah. Um, they also added Hassan Reddick on defense. They did lose uh, McLeod, Steven Nelson, Hassan Reddick, and Alex Singleton. So, some losses there, but they clearly, you know, filled it in. And, of course, the big prize of the offseason was A.J. Brown during the draft from the Titans. So, unbelievable. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I'm, I, as long as Jalen Hurts uh, continues to improve, um, because that was one of the things. Like with Jalen Hurts, I was a little slow on wanting to like come around on him because he's definitely gotten better as a passer. Um, he's not where he needs to be yet, and a lot of his stats were in garbage time last year. So like, I do think the the perception of him is being buffed a bit further than what it actually is. But it's some it's somewhere in between like. Or how hard I was being out of versus where some people are seeing him. But if he can continue to like improve and be consistent, I think this team's got a pretty good ceiling. Um, given like how much talent they've put around him at pretty much the whole entire fucking team. So yeah, I almost feel like the roster alone gives them a floor of double digit wins, and then Jalen Hurts' ability to be average to above average is really where you add on any extra wins at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I like Jalen Hurts as a guy. I think yes, we love a, him. We love him. Yeah, I, I hope think he, he is good. I just I my only problem with Hurts is I do feel like he has a ceiling that we can see. Um, and it's not super great, but I also but I also don't think he's bad. I think he's a good leader too. If uh, he so, can be. Alex Smith level. I was gonna say Alex Smith. If he can be Alex Smith, like yeah, but like like, maybe like Chiefs Alex Smith. If he can be Chiefs Alex Smith or like you know playoff Forty Nine er Alex Smith before Kaepernick came in for him. Oh yeah, and then he had the concussion and Kaepernick came in, but Alex Smith was doing really well that year. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they uh, this Eagles team man roster scary. Like I, they get James Bradbury now with Darius Slay who had a better year. I really like their DC, uh, Jonathan Gannon. Even if Sirianni takes a step back, because you do see that. You do see that with new coaches. They inherit a good team. They do well, and then they kind of taper off. Um, but even if he takes a step back, I still really like Jonathan Gannon at defensive coordinator. Uh, I think they added a lot of pieces there on the defense, too. So, like, their defense is good. Their O-line's amazing. Their weapons are scary. And it's all just kind of uh, putting it all together. Yeah, and... You mentioned all those coaches. They have consistency. Uh, all like all the same coaching, as far as I'm aware. Especially at least at those like head spots, like head coach OCDC. So, so it sounds like I'm talking about like an OCD band, huh? Like an OCD cover band for ACDC. <laughs> OCDC. <laughs> yeah, no, this team's this team's good. They've got AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders. If you know, I don't know if I'll find the end zone this year. 
<laughs> whatever, whatever things came about about like you know oh no miles sanders is running second team i'm like he's got to find the end zone then huh <laughs> right i was gonna get the finally end zone. great yeah but i think eagles were one of like the bigger surprise like we've talked about them like being improved and like i know i did a lot at the end of last year we we're like they're gonna win this division aren't they and like it's just kind of weird seeing 12 wins for the eagles like oh they've they've come back around after um kind of falling apart post Super Bowl a bit. Yeah, so. it's it's I think it's a uh, pretty impressive. Mhm. So yeah, no, like, they really, you know, lost their way there for like a year, but they really bounced back pretty well. Mhm. So a lot of lot of credit deserved by uh the front office here as well, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't they have a uh, Jaquasi Tart now too? They do. Yeah, and Bradbury. Yeah, they've got a lot of a lot of good options. Yeah, I don't know if we got those at that in the sheet. So Tart and Bradbury are also there. Yep, lot, lot, lot of goodies on the defense. I, I just hope so. When I hear about the Eagles being super good on paper, I think about what was it? Oh eight? I don't remember what year it was. The year they acquired Namdi Asamoah and asked him to play like in fucking oh, zone God. instead of a shadow corner. Yeah. That year, the Eagles were supposed to be so good, and then they fucking sucked. Um, they also had Chip Kelly. That's that. All oh, that's true is that was a Chip Kelly year. Yeah, that was yeah. a little tough. Yeah. I just remember like Namdi Asamal falling off the face of the earth. That was because so they tried bad. to have put him in not a shadow roll. <laughs> oh gosh! So but I think we can uh, have him play zone. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I you know I'm so I'm, I've I've got tickets to a Raiders game this year. TBD which one? But like one of my gifts like for a while ago was like tickets to the Raiders game. So I'm like, should I wear my Namdi jersey? <laughs> I think that like I gotta. Cool. He was fitting. great with the Raiders. Yeah. And everyone would be like, "Hey, I feel like that's like that's you know a uh, a nice kind of like street cred jersey." Yeah, that's a, a that's fan. a crowd favorite. Like a real, yeah, you're like, "Oh, this guy's a real Raiders fan." Yeah, <laughs> it's like so. I I equate it to, um, like honestly, Hushman's out of jerseys for the Bengals. Weird name, but like was really good for the team for a good amount of time. And like anyone who followed the team at all during that time is gonna know who it is. Of course. Yeah, like. New people may not be as aware, but if you're from the city or you follow the team at all during the time, you're going to know. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all that to say, Eagles should be good this year. Yeah. They After should, that. should be. <laughs> yeah. After that, it's a bit tougher. Um, it's a lot we've got, tougher. We've got the Cowboys next, but I'm a bit, what's the word, bearish on them? Yeah. Yeah. I've got and them around like 7 and 10. I think that's pretty realistic because like breaking it down the the most obvious change that we have to mention is that they lost Amari Cooper and yeah it's been a consistent theme every year that when he is not playing their offense doesn't look as good yeah and, and... CeeDee Lamb's amazing and I like Michael Gallup a lot Dalton Schultz is good Ezekiel Elliott is still good it's just they're their offensive firepower just takes such a huge hit, and I think they're really, really going to miss him. Yeah, have they re-signed Alton Schultz yet? I don't think so. Or, like, figure out the contract? Yeah, because I, I, last I checked, they were still, like, in limbo on that. And then uh, Gallup, it's... I think he said... I think the quote was, like, being ready for week one is more so just wishful thinking. So, like, he's not going to be back week one, and I think right. he probably starts on the pup. Um James Washington, I think he just got hurt. I don't know. I don't remember at all what it was, uh, the injury. I'll look it up now. But, like, so he may be out, too, to start the season. Yeah, no, I think he had uh, a Six to eight injury. weeks, yeah. So, like, that's putting up 
Six is putting him up right against the start of the season. So, like, I don't think he's ready right away. He might start on the pup. So, like, yep. that's their two and three receivers. So, they're down yeah. to like some of the rookies they got. I'm trying to remember. Like, because they drafted a rookie people are kind of excited about now. It's, like, they were already excited about. Was it Tolbert? Ontario Drummond was one. Oh, did they draft him? Drafted. Wasn't he from Kentucky? Or and then they, they got Jalen Tolbert. Uh, Ole Miss, well. yeah. Yeah, Dontario Drummond out of Ole Miss, and then uh, they got him as a UDFA, though. Right. But, yeah, Tolbert was when they drafted, right? Yep. Yeah, so... He's like a third-round pick. But Yeah, so he's got to have to step up. But, yeah, they're all of a sudden way weaker at uh, receiver. Zeke should be healthy. There was a lot that came out about, like, his injuries throughout the year. So if he... Of course, you know, he's getting older, so maybe that doesn't get fixed, but, like, you gonna hope for at least the start of the year that that's resolved a bit obviously that's any pollard like the biggest thing for me though was a line like <laughs> that's not it's not a lead anymore it's not they're they're the team i think we were talking about earlier where we said they're an injury away from bad and well there's a few oh that the the, the injury steelers. away from garbage <laughs> garbage was the steelers yeah yeah but the Cowboys are in a similar position. Tyron Smith and Zach Martin are both great, but they have zero depth. They mm-hmm. Tyron Smith has not played a full season in like four years. Terrence Steele, I think, is average at right tackle. Um, and then Tyler Smith is their starting left guard. He's a rookie. So they have a little bit of a, you know, a hodgepodge here. They have two like top guys, and then that's it, and they have no depth, which is... Mm-hmm pretty concerning yeah and then say so who on the line they lost i believe it was what connor williams and lyle collins right yep yeah so they've got they got uh did they get any uh line depth in the draft is that was tyler smith the lineman that sounds like a lineman name yeah he's the guard they drafted I okay think he was gotcha. their first guy okay so but overall like loss on the o-line so yeah if they all stayed healthy the whole year, they'll they'll still be a good. <laughs> but it's just realistically not going to happen. No, it's it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, the, like there's the Cowboys. Like, as I feel bad because like at least for Dak, because like he's gonna. People are gonna shit on yeah. him again, and it's really not fair. <laughs> so, when you play yeah. in Dallas, the spotlight's on you, man. Mm-hmm. That's just what happens. They bring it on them on themselves. It's not like. People don't just hate the Cowboys because people just randomly decide to pick a team to hate, and it happens to be the Cowboys. They hate the Cowboys because of how overhyped they get every fucking year by everyone in the media that's a Cowboys fan. I'm looking at the depth chart and the line. Uh, So they've got one of their centers is named Tyler. They've got a guard named Tyler, and they've got a tackle named Tyron. So at least they've got a lot of name chemistry there on, on on the line. Yeah, <laughs> get over here. <laughs> but oh, they've also they've got see Noah Brown at receiver. I'm just looking through the receiving room. They, oh, so they did get Cavante Turpin, um, out of the USFL. Clearly, like one of the best players in the USFL. Um, I did find out though. Apparently, one of the reasons he was in the USFL instead of the NFL was I think he had some. I think it was domestic, uh, issues. I don't remember exactly what it was. I'm going to look it up right now as I go to make sure. 
The 26-year-old was released from TCU's football program in 2018 following domestic violence charges that were eventually pled down to disorderly conduct, and in October, he was arrested for a misdemeanor assault against the same girlfriend, Turpinly. So Turpin officially issuing a guilty plea for the charge of assault causing bodily injury. So, yeah. Shithead. Oh, wow. Wow. Cowboys getting back to the roots of uh, <laughs> some shitheads on their team. Uh. Hey. Oy vey. Yeah, I'm curious if he's... So, like, that's one of those things where I didn't even realize a while he was in the USFL that came up, but then, like, uh, he's, like, on the Cowboys, and then, like, I saw something on Twitter about him, like, oh, now that he's in the AFL, people are going to, like, dig this up. So, I'm curious yep. if that backlash ends up being worth him staying on the team. Yeah, we'll see. But, it, it'll get dug up. You know it. Yep. Yeah, already has been. So, yep. um, but anyway, Cowboys, yeah, like, they're, they're worse now, and so... They can at least maybe take advantage of some games against the weaker division mates, but like I think they're they're chasing Philly right now. Definitely, I've and got like, them at the same amount of wins. I haven't updated it in here, um, but I'm looking at my my schedule thing right here. I've got them at seven and ten as well. Yeah, um, I think I could easily move them up to eight and nine. Um, I don't know if I had the meeting Philly at all, but like. Some of the losses, Tampa Bay, Cincy, Rams, Philly, Green Bay, Minnesota, Indy, Tennessee, like, at Washington. I, so I had them beating the Giants both times, but I had them losing the Philly both times. So that bounces out. So, but yeah, like, there are some tough games in here, and, like, all those are awake. So Tampa Bay and Cincy are at home, and then they go at Rams, at Philly, at Green Bay, at Minnesota, Indy at home, like, they have at Tennessee, at, like, at Washington. Like, there's a, there's a lot of hard games. So, Yeah. yeah. The NF- so I guess I should have said this earlier, but like the NFL is good right now. Like I put it at the very top of this, like <laughs> team number seven and team number twenty three are really fucking close together. There's right. not much difference. So yeah, it's really wild. It's it's cool though, but it no, makes, it makes it fun. Teams that aren't like very very good any amount of wins because they all play each other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I th- I think it makes it fun. Like and that's what made it like that's what made it last year so interesting was. The, the COVID was still an issue, like, for the teams and everything. And then also, like, just the parity in the league was, you know, at its peak, I think. And we became more of attrition. And, like, we had a lot of, well, I, you know, going into the Super Bowl, everyone's like, oh, this is the worst Super Bowl matchup we've had. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, we're, as far as, like, the quality of the teams goes, as people were saying. But, like, that was a league of this year. There were no teams that were going to make it, like, an amazing, quote-unquote, thing, I guess. Yeah. Right. And the Bengals kept staying underrated by Vegas and everything throughout the year, so... But, alas. Next up, we've got, uh... Well, I guess we'll start with Washington, since you've got them slightly above the Giants. I've got them pretty even, but... Yeah, they're pretty even for me in terms of record. Mm-hmm. Um, right around that five to maybe eight wins. Yeah. They... So they still have continuity at head coach, as do the Cowboys, um... So most of this division has continuity. Obviously, the Giants turned over like everything, so we'll get to that. But um, tons of changes for Washington. We've got they've got Trey Turner now. They've got Andrew Norwell. Um, they lost Scherf. They lost Douglas. They lost RSJ. Um, they did keep Joey Sly. I put him in there because he left kickers, and also I forgot he was on the team. So yeah, um, they also traded for once, as we know, um, which that's an upgrade for them. As much as you want to shit on once, that's an upgrade. Um, on defense, they did lose some guys on the line. Kerrigan retired. They lost Matt Ioannidis. But in the draft, they 
they'd get Mathis and they short up the offense a bit with some youngins they got Jahan Dotson who I know you loved um yeah. I liked him you were like but he's like you liked him more than I had for sure Brian Robinson who I liked um <laughs> and uh, I think you were a fan too and then Sam Howell who we I'm trying to remember how we rated him exactly but he was someone who I know we were like oh like yeah. we could see a team taking him in the draft <laughs> we were like he might be good but not this year yeah I'm I think sure I think I had him four yeah I had him four I think we both had him four. You said Minshew without sex appeal. appeal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's, That's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so talk to me about Washington here. Washington. Uh, Washington. It took your, me a your, your home team. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I put do that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I live in D.C. There are a lot of Washington fans here, but I will always be my Jets fan. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fun because you get to talk to Washington fans and they're all the same. They all just hate Dan Schneider so much. And it's usually the As first should. thing they bring up when they, when you talk about their team with them, Fair. Uh, which is yeah. great because he's a piece of shit. And I <laughs> that, throw that in there. Anyway. <laughs> agreed. Uh, agreed. But yeah. This one, this one took me a little while. I was having a really hard time picturing this team and what they would do this year. Their O-line is a little better than I think people think. Uh, Sam Cosme was a really good draft pick for them last year. Um, and he's coming back to return, I believe, at right tackle. They got Andrew Norwell. Um, and they also signed Trey Turner. So, like, their O-line is better, uh, which is pretty important because I assume they're going to want to run the ball. They have all of these running backs that are all pretty good and all around the same kind of expectation. You have Gibson... McKissick's great at catching. You get Brian Robinson. Um, I think that they're going to be good up front in the trenches, but defensively, there was something wrong with them last year, and I kind of struggled to figure out what exactly it was. I know Chase Young missed a lot of time, and he's coming back Mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah, they had a lot of injuries, and then there was also just a lot of underperformance, like, there was the, the D line stopped getting pressure and sacks like out of nowhere. Like there were like at one point there were some injuries that they kept up and then all of a sudden they just fell off. Like the injuries like caught up to them. But yeah, like Chase Young stopped getting stuff done. Like they, the D line just started sucking. I it's it was really weird. Like Jonathan Allen is amazing. He had nine sacks as a defensive tackle. Why was their defense so abysmal last year? Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I have to be honest, I think it's Del Rio. I think that Del Rio has, has just not evolved with the game and is running an old-school defense, and that's going to ultimately probably cost him his job, and my guess is by midseason they'll have a new defensive coordinator. That is that is one of my official predictions, mm-hmm. that uh, Del Rio will get fired midway through the year and their defense will get a lot better after that. Um but ultimately, it, they shouldn't be that bad defensively. Cole Holcomb had 147 tackles last yeah, year. Yeah, it's absurd. As a linebacker. Did he lead the league? I don't know or if he even led the league, but probably it was pretty there, close. You've got a great D-tackle. You get Chase Young. Your linebackers are good. Your secondary's not even bad. I mean, Cameron Curl has been a really good strong safety. Um, and then they had they signed William Jackson. I don't think he quite lived up to it. So I think ultimately their secondary is kind of a weak point. Oh, but other sure, than yeah. that, 
their defense should be pretty good. So if it's not performing well, they need to get rid of Del Rio. Um, now, the offense makes absolutely no sense to me. I'm not saying it won't be good. I just don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> so you get all of these really short, speedy receivers. You got Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel. Um, Cam just, Sims, Deami Brown. Yeah, Cam Sims, Deami Brown. All of their receivers are like under six feet and really fast. And then you have this kind of running back-based O-line and this huge, lumbering, Irish Catholic ginger mammoth at quarterback in Carson Wentz <laughs> that ideally wants to be throwing to receivers that are probably like six and a half feet tall so they can, you know, go up 11 feet in the air to get it. <laughs> and Like, I love Jahan Dotson. I really like Terry McLaurin, but their fit to me doesn't make sense with Wentz. No, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do scheme-wise to make him more comfortable. And that that's kind of why I'm having so much trouble with them. I just like their offense to me has no real identity. I'm kind of looking to see how it takes form, but I just feel like it's going to be disjointed. It, it'll be a disjointed kind of offense. Yeah, at least to start. Yeah. Are, 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 might, are you spending all year or just to start? I think it'll just evolve that. over time. Um, I just don't think that their receivers match up with the type of quarterback Wentz is very well. That's fair. Like, thinking back through his career, yeah, that tracks kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a weird it's a weird situation because if their offense figures it out and figures it out quickly, like their team will be good. But yeah, I don't know how quickly that'll happen. I don't trust Washington to be able to min max <laughs> Carson Wentz's strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> That's very fair. <laughs> yeah, th- so there's a lot of talent there. It's just there is. meshing it together. It was kind of our, it was like, well, I remember when we were talking about like Herbert coming in, like, you know, the, all the parts are there. Okay, like, but can they put it together and do the Chargers? They did. Now we're like, okay, we've got all these pieces on Washington. Can they put it together as the Commanders? We're like, mm, probably not. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe it's we're wrong. I do but... like Rivera. I really like Rivera. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm not expecting but... a lot. Mm hmm. A couple of things, though. So, two key pieces on this team, um, kind of key things to watch week one. Logan Thomas, uh, his week one availability is kind of up in the air. And then Chase Young as well, actually, because um, he got injured badly kind of later in the year. So, it sounds like he probably won't be ready uh, for week one. No, I don't think he'll be ready week one. Yeah, so. I'm hoping by, like, week five. Yeah, he might He might be a populist guy. I kind of would expect that, honestly. But Logan Thomas will be a close call. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he's on to the pub. But he's someone who I think Wentz will like. Um, and then a random weird thing, Antonio Gandy-Golden retired. Yeah, I uh, I, re- I forget why. I think he wanted to do something with his degree. Yeah, I think he was like going back to school or something. Or like, right. was like, I'm going to do something, not football. Yeah. But, you know, there, do, it, do what you feel called to do, man. Like, imagine if the Cowboys start off, they play the Bucks lose, they play the Bengals lose, they play the Giants lose, and then oh, they yeah, go into Washington, Giants, yeah. and they blow up Washington's defense. Like, I hope I hope that would be a game, like, they're like, all right, Del Rio, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, Washington starts with Jacksonville and Detroit, and if, like, they lose both those games, even, like, if Washington yeah. starts 0-2, like, that even would be a rough 
time. Yeah, because those are two wins you can't really afford to not get. Well, so I have them beating Jacksonville but losing to Detroit. Um, I do too. Huh? Yeah. The Philly go. one, I was unsure on. I'm like, I, like I, I originally gave that to Philly just because we talked to, like, as you mentioned, like the slow start. And I just, I feel like we're going to see like a lot of once picks the first like five games and it's going to chill out. Yeah, that, that based would make on sense. that because he's like he's used to throw it to big guys and he's got all these short dudes so he's gonna like throw <laughs> it like as if he's got Alshon Jeffrey or Pittman out there and right. it's gonna be freaking Jahan Dotson like yeah trying to like, get dude, it. I can't <laughs> jump over my own self. Yeah, and right. it's gonna be a tip drill. Yeah, <laughs> so like there are gonna be some dimes like oh because sure. they're, they're all good deep ball threats. They're just not big. Although Terry McLaurin plays pretty big, so I think that that'll be fine. I'm not worried about that. I'm just more so worried about the he other plays guys. Big, yeah, like he mosses guys, and that's more so just everyone besides him that I'm like concerned about the chemistry. I, I as you mentioned, yeah. I, I now that you mentioned that, I'm like that's a good point. That hadn't really crossed my mind yet. It's just that yeah, that it just seems weird. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe it'll take shape in a way I I can't see, and you know for Rivera's sake and all those guys, I hope that it does. But it's a cursed team. It, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that'll probably work out. But sell the team, Dan. Yeah, that, but like again, like if if Chase Young's comes back, Chase, I almost said I think I said Chase Young's on next day. If Chase Young Chase comes Young's. back, Chase Yo, Young's would be a great candy. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the Braxton Berrios and the Chase Young's. Um, Chase Young's. So yeah, if if he comes back and like the defense is like you know firing on all cylinders, they could be a lot deadlier than we're giving them credit for, but. Not yeah, they're one of my yet. big variance teams. I think mm-hmm. they have a lot. Like, I think they could be a playoff team. I also think they could be a, a five-win team. Yeah, like, I right now I feel like I've got them pegged down pretty well. But, like, if I'm, like I said, if we're very wrong about the chemistry there, it could be big. Um, like, the Steelers right now, I think, are my one of my big variant teams. But um, the Giants, I've got some wiggle room on. Um, I said 5-12 to 12 to 7-10. to 10. You've got 6-11, and 11, so I'll just meet you in the middle there. They're a team who completely overhauled the coaching staff. Yep. Um, new Every coach day. with Dable, Mike Kapp is their OC, and then Don Martindale, a.k.a. Wink, is their DC. Who's good. He's yeah. He's been with the Ravens for a long time. Um, he is a good defensive coordinator, so that that is a big win for them. Yeah. Um, but... and Dable was with the Bills, so mm-hmm. we know he can put an offense together and make quarterback look their best, which is good. The Giants are, uh, man, the Giants are another one of these teams I wanted to give more wins to. I really did, but I just, I can't. When you go through the schedule and <laughs> actually fill it out, you're like, I just, I can't give them more wins. The schedule's tough, and as far as how their roster stacks up to others, they just don't quite have it yet. It's, mm-hmm. a, you know, Dable's first time as a head coach. Um, they have a lot of things stacked against them, but I think they're going to be a better team than their record will indicate. Yeah, they're not going to be as bad as last year. I think we can agree on that. Um, they they did improve. So um, the big thing was, I think, in my opinion, kind of adding to the O-line that was one of the bottom units last year. Um, no Will Hernandez anymore, but they added John Feliciano. Uh, they got Mark Lewinsky, one of the better guards in the league, and they drafted Evan Neal. So three probably pretty good pieces on the O-line. So that's a, you know, a nice one. Um, they also drafted Wanda Robinson. Who I've uh, coined as Wanda Luigi because I always think of Waluigi when I write it when I see his name or write it or anything <laughs> like that. Um, on offense, they also added Tyron Taylor to be the backup. 
and they got Matt Breida to have some talent behind Saquon if he misses time, and they got uh, Ricky Seals Jones. And the tight end position there is kind of like a you know a clusterfuck without an Ingram Collins. So I have no clue what's going to happen there. Um, and then on defense, they lost Logan Ryan, uh, Jabril Peppers, and James Bradbury, but they did bring in Kayvon Thibodeau in the draft, and they drafted a corner last name Flot. That's all I put there, um, just, just to note that they Flott. did get a corner. Yeah, but Kayvon Thibodeau is the main the main guy that they got, and hoping he is as good as advertised. Yeah. The biggest problem is their is their defense right now for me. Yeah, um, it's nah. it, secondary. Yeah, yeah. It, it got it got kind of decimated. Yeah, the the secondary is gonna be rough. They should get a pass rush from Thibodeau, so that's good. That takes some pressure off the corners. But you know he is a rookie, and yeah. So I think I ultimately just think they're going to lose a lot of one score games. That's fair. I, <laughs> I think they're gonna get some points. I think Daniel Jones will probably look the best he ever has. Um, their O-line should be decent. Saquon should be healthy. Uh, yeah, so they're I'm... not great at tight end, but Dable didn't use Knox a whole lot. I think Ricky Seals-Jones can fill in for the way he used Knox in that offense. They just won't be able to stop the other team from getting more points than them at the end of the game. Yeah, so I'm looking at their depth <laughs> chart. Yeah, like that's fair. Like I, I get they just don't have like they don't have anyone aside from like a Saquon. And he's running back. There's a problem that like is yeah that guy who wins you the game. Not like right. at any point, but like it's they don't have anyone who you can really trust to like take over a play. Even almost it's like not not to sound terrible. Like I mean they've got some guys at receiver, but like if Kenny Galladay was like point uh, two. I don't know, seconds faster in a 40, he could help be that guy. He's just not quite the greatest separator, so he doesn't yeah. have that breakaway speed. And when you go from Stafford to Jones, it's a big difference in the quarterback delivering you the ball. <laughs> one, yeah. one is great at working with, you know, big go-up-and-get-it guys who don't separate as much, where one's just going to throw a pick and not get yeah. you the ball ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at their defensive depth chart, and like, their starters are are fine, but they've got no depth. Holy shit! Like they have what injury? Zero. They're screwed. So yep. like I'm like, oh, they've got Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, like Ojulari, Martinez, Thibodeau. Anyway, at corner they've got like Adoree Jackson, who eh, he's kind of fallen off some. But like their secondary, their secondary is not a strong suit at all. Um, but no. their front seven's okay. But they've got no depth anywhere. So on the defense. Yeah, because they lost, what, Logan Ryan, they lost James Bradbury. Yeah, um, so right now their corners are going to be Aaron Robinson, Adore Jackson, and Darnay Holmes. So like, fine. And then safety, they got Xavier McKinney and Julian Love, which I think is bad. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, so going to be a tough time in the secondary, and if one guy goes down, they're fucked. Yeah, they're very young. They have a lot of young players. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, yeah. that front seven is kind of promising. I like yeah. and how they look at it that there's some promise there. It's like it's gonna be that matter of can they take pressure off the secondary. Yeah, um, they, they have some promise. Like they're not a like that's what I'm saying. They're not a horrible team. It's just that the if this was 2010, I could probably give them nine wins. But it's it's 2022 where <laughs> every team's fucking good. good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. yeah. There are no, no one is coming into the year. There's only like maybe one or two trash teams. Yeah, pretty much. And one of them's the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. 
And even and they could even become not trash if they go right. get like Jimmy G. They might just be like <laughs> bad. Atlanta is the one that like is gonna be like Atlanta's the worst team in the league, right? Like we're spoiler alert, <laughs> I think Atlanta's <laughs> the worst team, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I have them as the worst record, so. I think I do as well. Actually, no, I have them and the Seahawks tied, and the oh. entire battle of the first pick goes to the. I think they have a week three matchup against each other. Mm. I think I get it to Seattle because it's in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that's the uh, yuck for Young, suck for Stroud sweepstakes. I'm I'm more team yuck for Young right now, but we'll see. That's 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 for a way later episode, but. The Giants are an interesting one. Like, I really hope that, like, Dable can help Jones develop and they can, like, take a step forward this year and they actually get, like, and they run him more, you know? Like, they use Tony more. Yeah, like, give us more. some designed runs for Daniel Jones. Yeah. And, like, Kadarius Tony is really good. Like, hope they use him more. Like, maybe Kennedy or Henny Galladay stays healthy. Maybe the, maybe the team isn't decimated. That'll help, too. This, yeah. this was one of the most injured teams last year as well. I put in here, one of the big problems with their defense is that their youngest players are in the positions on the defense where they have to be like the rocks. Mm. Gotta be that Dwayne so, Johnson. So having a, yeah. <laughs> having Wink Martindale helps because he can get them, you know, in good position there, but, and they're going to need good coaching. But they're, the veterans on the team aren't like in the as big of positions for maintaining the anchor. It kind of comes down more on the rookies. I think that good coaching last year would have netted the Giants a couple more wins. Yeah. Let me look to confirm that to see like what one score games they had. Because they might also have been lost none. Daniel Jones for a while and they really like they did a lot worse without him. Yeah. Though those first two weeks, I remember they like that would say they had some like close games the first two weeks that they lost uh, but yeah they did lose daniel jones for a bit that was also a thing which as much as we'll shit on him like the backup's worse so yeah they lost their last one two three four five they lost their last seven games when he left yeah <laughs> it got brutal but alas that will wrap up the nfc least We'll call them NFC East around. Maybe they're not the least. They're just usually bad. I think the uh, South is going to be pretty bad. So maybe South. maybe we'll come up with a bad name for them. But that wraps up this division, and we will be back uh, sometime in sort of the near future to cover all in which divisions. That'll be a surprise. We'll, we'll be back with more divisions soon. <laughs>